Lizco, we've talked about the costs of separation financially. You're doing it well financially many times. Uh, but you're talking about something else today. You have been delving into the latest Massey University study into the adequacy of uh, New Zealand super on its own um, in, uh, in various circumstances and the so-called retirement gap, how much you'd need on top of that. What's it telling us? Well, good morning. Things are, good morning. <laughs> things are looking grim. Look, everybody's doing it tough at the moment, aren't they? You know, just with the, what the economy is going through, a lot of people are finding it hard to get by from week to week. But, you know, to me, uh, the retired sector of the population is the one that often gets overlooked. Um, I don't know whether just re- retirees don't like making a big fuss about things, but you know it's really worrying that this latest research by Massey University, which they do every year, an annual survey of expenditure, and it shows that there is a widening gap between NZ Super and the cost of living in retirement. Oh, this is a little, you know, this is a little different because sometimes we see these scary headlines: you need a million, you need this, you need that. What the survey does do is break it down: choices or um, want to have some luxuries urban or provincial. Talk us through a little bit more yeah. of that detail. Yes, sure. So look, depending on the some of the decisions you make about your retirement, um, you can you can get by or you cannot get by. So there there are some decisions that you need to think about really carefully. And what this study shows more than anything is that your geographic location is a big factor in terms of whether you get by in retirement or not. Uh, another big factor is whether you're living alone or with another person. Now, um, you know, there's, I suppose there is kind of an element of choice in that. But, <laughs> you know, if you've been married to someone for a long time, I mean, actually, it helps. You know, if, well, if you, you split costs, right? That's, Basic that's right. Costs. Yes, uh, and but you don't always want to get you know a flatmate in to help share the costs. You know, when you're in, in retirement, but you know, certainly, uh, so the geographic location, but also just how frugal you are in retirement and the extent to which you want to. You know, have what they call a choices lifestyle, which is you know going out for dinner, going, out, and going to the theatre, yeah, or whatever, all those, playing sport. Yes, that's right. So, um, so what are this, the hard figures? Let's get those out well, early. Well, yeah. So look, if what they're showing is that if you're um, living in uh, a provincial area. Uh, with your two people living in a, a provincial area on a basic budget, you're looking at about $850 a week to live on, whereas you compare that to a really comfortable, what they call choices budget in a city, such as Auckland, Wellington or Christchurch, you're looking at nearly twice that, you know, 1665 a week. So that's so a massive difference, isn't so it? what's that, um, that's a big difference, what's that when it comes to the gap, the actual dollar gap on New Zealand super? Right, okay, so uh, the, the first one, if, you look, if you, you've got two people on a no-frills budget in a provincial area, you're looking at about um, $86 a week. A week I being think. the gap, and being for the, the gap, other one. And for the other one, it's um, about... Nine hundred a week. So now, sorry, there's different circumstances. If you've got investments, you've got a big Kiwi saver, or perhaps you've got your own investments. That's where you would look at drawing down on that mm, to top up. Mm. But we know many, many people don't. In fact, we know a growing that's number right. of people don't even have a, a freehold home uh, that, by, that, by retirement. That's right. So and so the other key thing out of this data is that there is nobody. 
that can get by just on NZ Super. That's what it's showing mm. based on their criteria that they've set. You know, you just cannot get by on NZ Super. And that's different than than other mm. surveys that they've done. Well, so the su- gap is widening. Yeah. Super used to be based, you've got a freehold home, this should be sufficient to get by. Mm. And, mm. and now they're saying even in the best, most frugal case, that's not going to be possible. That's right. Okay. So is that the first time it's shown that? Well, uh, the first time I've seen it, I, first time I, I think. It, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd have to check that. But I, certainly, I remember there was a scenario where you could actually mm. get by, or or you just needed a very small amount to top up. And given yeah. the number of people who are on their own by this stage of life, or not far into it, um, is it any better, or or, or is it harder for the well, person I think on it, their own? I, I think it's harder. Um, but again, you know, it's, it's about. Making some some choices about where you live, and I, and I think to me that's the the crux of it. And of course, you know we do have that segment of the population that doesn't own a home, and you know quite honestly they're in in dire straits mm. because uh, you, you you know your options are so much more limited if if you're if you haven't got um, equity or you know wealth tied up in a home. I do wonder also about the provinces these days uh, because some of those provincial cities, well, Queenstown obviously in Wanaka, and, but also Nelson and others, um, you wonder if the house prices and the cost of living are, are, are different from what they used to be. People will often want to be near a hospital and mm. hospital services, mm. Mm. but they don't get any more granular than than just urban, provincial. Mm. No, no, they don't. I mean, you... Yeah, I guess they could go into more detail, but um, but I, I think you know this document is a really useful guideline, you know, for people who are planning their retirement. And you know, the key message here is you've got to plan ahead mm-hmm. and think, well, okay, how much do I need by by way of a lump sum? Uh, and and this report gives you guidance on that, on how much you actually need, uh, as compared to some of the amounts you'd see floated around in the media, which sound you know well, astoundingly high. They so. do. So you're. Early Earlier example of the couple in the provincial town, no frills, the gap I think is $92,000 yes. in savings yes. that you can draw yes. down on. Yes. Whereas for the couple, two-person two person household, urban and choices, they're the mm. ones getting up towards mm. earning a million. Okay. Yes, that's right. What are the options then? Because this is not just for people in this situation now. This is for planning in its That's entirety right. how yeah. you're going to go. So what are the options when you can see as things stand there's going to be a gap? Yeah, well, there's, there's a number of things you can do. I mean, a lot of people are choosing to continue to work. And, and that does two things. It helps you save more. And, of course, it means you're retired for a bit uh, less longer. Um, you can really cut back your budget to the absolute minimum to get by. And I know a lot of people are doing that already. But really, I think the key thing is the amount of money you've got tied up in your house versus the amount of money you've got um you know, uh, in your savings portfolio to help top up your income. And we know that people are over-invested in their, the houses that they live in. So, you know, you can move to a cheaper area uh, within the town that you live in or you can even move to a completely different town altogether uh, just to fix that balance so that you've got some free cash. You need to be careful with that downsizing because people often make uh, assumptions about it. You need to research. You might have a big old wooden villa with Mm. too many rooms, but actually Mm. that new townhouse right where you want to be might cost more mm. than what you're getting. Yes, yes, so you right. need to be quite savvy in that. Yes, yes, you do. So so that's about um, you know, doing your research, doing your numbers really, and thinking, well, 
ideally, based on the kind of lifestyle you want, how much are you going to need it by way of a lump sum? And then how do you achieve that, whether it's you know, working and saving more or um, setting yourself a limit on the amount you, you're going to spend on a home. Um, but uh, And the, the other co- thing too, of course, is you know, tapping into your home equity through a reverse mortgage or perhaps you might want to think of selling part of your home to a family member um, and, and that releases some cash as well. So, But it, it's about being prepared. You know, don't leave it too long and don't sit there in misery thinking, oh gosh, I haven't got enough to live on. There are things that you can do. Uh, and I guess, you know, just... For younger people who are thinking about this, you know, the the first step in this process is buying a home and and having it debt free by the time you retire. That's it's just so important to do that. You know, that's the other big learning from this is um, that's the first step of your retirement planning is to. Get yourself into a position where you're debt-free in your own yeah, home. You don't necessarily start, though, with the four-bedroom villa. No, no. You, you start with something that you build equity in That's and right. then you build up yes. as, you, as you can because we're seeing those mortgage rates are, mm. are, are causing a lot of stress for people as well. So then um, the other thing to think about, if you've worked out what your lump sum that you will need is you need then to think about having an investment that's going to deliver that sum that's at right. the right time. So that's about timing your aggressive investment versus your conservative investment. Yes, that's right. And also uh, then drawing down from that investment at the right rate. So you need to have sort of regular drawings come out of there to top up your NZ Super, but just make sure you're not drawing it down too, too fast or, or too, too slow. slow. That's right. A lot of people do that. You're you know? more active at 65 than you're going to be at 95. So you're allowed <laughs> to spend a bit more at that time. That's right, yeah. So this actually, um, you know, this is useful for people nearing retirement, probably stressful for many, but actually it's part of that early planning that should Mm. be starting earlier in Mm. life, yeah? That's right. It's never too soon to start planning your retirement, you know. um, There's a long build-up to retirement, and, you, you know, you need to be putting the right steps in place at the very beginning of that process to make sure you're on the right track. It is quite alarming, though, how big that gap has got, to your point. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I'm not sure what the answer to that is. We'll get back and talk another time about the co-living options and some of that, which we'd spent some time talking about earlier, the idea Mm. that if there's a bunch of you, why don't you have a property with a shared kitchen and plenty of private en-suite spaces and gins at five (laughs) (laughs) o'clock? Sounds Um, good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But you've... That was back to your earlier point. You've got to have a, some equity built to even be in, in a position yes, to do you that. Yes, you do. You yeah. do. Liz, thank you very much. Liz Co.